Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi there, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and today I wanted to dive into an episode just inspired by if you are starting your manifestation journey and you have no idea what manifestation is, how it works in a way that actually is effective for you, um, what you can do. So I'm calling this episode the Manifestation Starter Kit, and I'm going to just kind of share with you things I wish I knew before I started and when I started my journey and how you can literally start applying manifestation today. Um, I think manifestation is something that we've all heard about. It is so widely talked about on social media nowadays, which I think is absolutely amazing. However, with that, I think there are a ton of misconceptions and pressures and obligations that come with it that start to make it feel a little too serious and not nearly as fun as we're used to doing it. And so for me, I thought it would be really fun to do an episode where it's like, this is your manifestation starter kit. This is what you can start to do literally right now if you want to get started and explore. And then I'll share a few free resources I have for you to just help you if you want to continue your journey. So manifestation, what is it? I think the best way to think about manifestation is that it is a naturally occurring process that's always happening as a response to who you are being entirely who you're who you are being on an emotional level physical mental spiritual and energetic and i know that can feel like a lot of components but just think about everything you do does impact your energy so you can be playful with it not in a scary way not that you have to watch your every move but more so everything has the possibility to become a manifestation practice so how can we leverage that and i'm going to share with you one of my favorite ways to do that and hopefully you can take that carrying forward with you. So that's what manifestation is. I feel like it is a response to who you are. You have an intention. Manifestation is responding to who you are on all levels and especially your subconscious level. This is where affirmations come in. So affirmations are sentences. We're speaking them all the time, but they're sentences when you say it with intention, when you say it with the intention of, I really want to shift my programming to believe this. Affirmations are helping you reprogram your mind. And the reason they work is through repetition. So the more you repeat, the more it works. But I think the biggest thing that people get wrong is They're not really getting to the root cause of what they're trying to manifest and why they're trying to manifest something. So maybe you're someone who's practiced affirmations for your dream job or your soulmate for years and nothing has happened. I think, 
And my theory is that it's because you're not actually addressing the root cause. So on a subconscious level, there's something deeper that is connected to your desire to have a soulmate that's actually not shifting. So I'll give you an example of when we're not actually hitting the root desire. So for me, I'll talk about me and my past boyfriends. So one, I was the girl who anytime I dated someone, my end goal was marriage. And no matter how naive that was, I do think that's a natural thing a lot of us do. So for me, I was like, oh, okay. Like, what's my life going to look like when we get married? Um, I never really outwardly told people that, but that was what I always would think of. I know a lot of people aren't like that, especially now, but when I was dating, um, that was huge for me. I was like, yeah, if I'm dating you, I want to, I'm thinking about, can I marry you? I'm not just dating for fun. Um, And so for me, I would kind of manifest, quote, air quotes, if you're not watching the video, I would manifest these boyfriends and... I wouldn't necessarily even manifest them as a specific person. I just knew I wanted a boyfriend. I thought that would be so fun. I didn't have boyfriends in high school. So this was very heavily in college. Um, And I was like, I just want to date someone. Like I thought that would be so fun. And for me, I thought they would be my soulmate and we would get married. I thought it was kind of like a one and done deal or I thought that's how it would be for me subconsciously. This is easy for me to say now because I understand where I was coming from back then. However, back then, this is what was on my mind and I had no idea. So subconsciously, my desire was like, let's get married. But all of these boys, I wanted to get married because I wanted to feel whole. I wanted my family to feel whole. I wanted to be able to not kind of hide versions of myself with people. That was a huge reason for me. Yes, of course, I wanted someone to like treat me well, but at least this is how I feel right now. I wanted a boyfriend and a soulmate for kind of my own wholeness and completion. And I kept saying things like, oh, I want this person to treat me this way, or I want to be able to travel with this person. My affirmations were always very external focus. They were focused on what we would do together, maybe what he would look like, maybe um, how he would treat me or different qualities he had. Those would be my affirmations. But in reality, the real reason I really wanted my soulmate was a very internal thing and actually had nothing to do with the person or how he looked or what we did together. It was actually through like a feeling he brought me. So that's one example. I know it was kind of vague. Sorry, it's early morning. I'm trying to record podcasts first thing in the morning and see how it goes. So let's see. But I think the when you don't understand the root cause and you're focusing so externally on a manifestation, you can be doing all the work. You can be doing the affirmations. You can be doing the visualization and everything. But if you're not acknowledging the real reason that you want something, it's giving mixed signals to the universe because in one way or the other, you're probably suppressing something within you that needs to be expressed. And that's where I think it is so important to do self-reflection and be self-aware or have the willingness to become self-aware on the manifestation journey. The simplest question to ask yourself is why and keep asking yourself why. So say you do, this is your kind of action step first. If you have a desire you want, Just ask yourself why you want it and keep asking yourself why you want it until you can form a few affirmations around it. So to form a few affirmations, you literally just say it in the present tense and you want to say it in an affirmative way. So instead of saying, 
I don't want someone who treats me poorly. You say, I am with somebody who treats me well. Do you see how there's no indication of things that you don't want in that sentence? So that's how you create an affirmation. And normally when you write something down, it's just the affirmative, positive, present tense version of a sentence. So that's how you can create your own affirmations. If not, I have tons of resources where you can get affirmations for you, but I encourage you to try and create your own because that'll feel really, really personal for you. And don't overthink it. Just try it. Even if it's not the perfect affirmation, it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to push away your desire. The fact that you're kind of trying to take ownership of your manifestation journey is going to speak volumes energetically and vibrationally, not only to you, but also to the universe. So just try it and see how that feels for you. So as you are starting your manifestation journey, it is so easy to be fixated on the end goal. Where is my soulmate? Where is my dream home? Where is my promotion? Where are all of these external events? And although those are amazing, I'm not even saying not to manifest those. But when we get way too hyper fixated on those, we spend even subconsciously, even if you know you're not supposed to search, we start to spend our entire days in search mode. We start looking for signs. Is it coming? You start overanalyzing maybe a text you received or an email you got from your boss. And we start to create all of these scenarios in our mind. What I invite you to do is tune that all, transmute all of that energy and attention internally. How can you make this manifestation more about you than anybody else. And what I mean about you, about how you feel, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your job or your soulmate, how you perceive the world, how you're showing up, how you handle your triggers of in that area of life or even a different area of life. My invitation to you is instead of trying to kind of almost force yourself to pull it in, because I think that's a lot of the times how we approach manifestation. It's a very like, let me just manipulate the situation to get exactly what I want. And that's fine. And ultimately, you will probably do that. However, it's with awareness and a deep, honest understanding for what it is that you actually want, that you'll really call in what you need that's going to serve you so much more than what you air quotes, want will ever serve you. Example, um, I really wanted to, I don't think I've ever actually told this story. So I really, really, really wanted to go to college in California. I wanted to go to UCLA. I even got in and actually I've never told the story because I don't think anybody in my life knows this except Tom. Um, I got into UCLA. I applied without telling my parents. My parents were like, oh, are you sure you want to go? And then I got in. And I didn't know how to tell my dad that I got into a school, but I don't think I applied for any scholarship. So it was obviously like out of state pricing and stuff. And I just felt kind of guilty, one, moving away to asking for that without kind of talking them through this. And I got into that school, but as I was kind of going through the process of deciding, do I tell my parents, do I not? I realized the reason I wanted to go to that school is because I thought I would feel cool. Like it was such a silly thing, but I thought it'd be really cool to say I went to UCLA and that's where I lived. Like it wasn't because I actually cared about the education that it was providing me. It wasn't because I cared about living in LA even. 
it felt like a cool name brand status thing because every single one of my one group of friends, they all went to Ivy Leagues and just better schools. And Arizona State, which is where I went to school, was known as a party school. A lot of people get in. It's not like a prestigious school. It is very different. It has a very different connotation. So I wanted to go to UCLA, not even because I think I cared about what UCLA had to offer, but because I wanted like the status kind of associated with it. And once I realized that, I was like, this isn't even worth it. Like, I don't actually want this. So I got in. I didn't tell my parents because I, at that point, had the awareness to say, I don't think this is actually for me. I think I want this for everybody else to be okay with where I'm going to school. My parents were more than fine with me going to ASU. I knew I wanted to start my own business anyways. And for where I was going to ASU, like for what programs I was going to, they had actually really good ratings. Like they were number one in the degrees I wanted. So it was so much more um, egocentric of a manifestation. And when a manifestation is egocentric, it some way, somehow just doesn't feel fully right. It feels way more forced. Like you are, it feels sticky, maybe even a little bit icky. It feels kind of resistance filled. It feels a little more desperate and needy. But when a manifestation feels natural, flowy, spontaneous, um, easy and unexpected and kind of better than you expected, that's really when it's super in alignment with what it is that you actually want. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest X. The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz. And it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. Because you might on your journey, say you're manifesting a soulmate, you might manifest like four or five boyfriends before you actually meet your soulmate. On your journey of manifesting a dream job, you might manifest one, two, three, four different jobs and then get the full clarity about what your dream job is. And that is completely okay and normal, which is why I say manifestation is a lifestyle and the work never really stops because you're always being fed new information about yourself, about the world, about what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And sometimes we don't have it fully right. Sometimes we don't fully understand what it is that we actually want. So when things manifest or when things aren't manifesting, I know everybody says this, but hopefully this explanation can explain to you and make it really resonate that it's not that it's not meant for you, but it's that we're kind of missing the point. We're forcing it a little bit too much and we're not trusting that there is something that we can't even see or fathom or perceive that will serve us and that will fill all of our needs. But when we focus way too heavy on that specific thing, um, 
a specific person or a specific dream job or a specific school, then, and it's not working out for some reason, like there's just a lot of resistance and it just doesn't feel right in your heart. That means that there's probably something better that you have to, the game you have to play with yourself is, am I willing to stop trying to force what I think it is I want and know that what I want will come to me in a way that I couldn't even imagine. And I've experienced this And if you've been following my Manifestations Explained series, it is every single desire I had. I thought I knew what I wanted. At the core, I was right. At the core, I knew I wanted these fundamental things, but the specific, so the specific guy, right? I wanted an Indian guy because I thought his family would get along with me. I wanted to live in a certain area in Arizona because I thought it would be better for us. I had all of these different desires that I had specific qualifications to that actually were preventing me from it. And so my invitation is as you are starting to get clear on what it is that you want, don't forget to ask yourself, why do you want it? And keep being honest with yourself. If you like the why, go for it. If the why makes you feel from an objective perspective, like you're being a little bit ridiculous, like kind of like if it was your inner child and your inner child is just being, um, was kind of missing the point and you needed to explain something to your inner child, then that's an opportunity for you to create an affirmation that is a little bit more open and flexible for you. Because when we are missing the point of our affirmations and we're so focused on something that's actually not for us, You're not even putting in, your time is being wasted. Your energy is being wasted in how you're approaching manifestation. With that, I know I'm going on so many rants. I don't even think I'm making this a starter kit episode. So if you're here, thank you for sticking with me. But to do a little simplification, first, I want you to get clear on what it is that you want and the why. Keep asking yourself why you want it. Once you're kind of seeing your why and patterns in your why, then create five affirmations for yourself. And with those five affirmations, for just a week, practice them every single day. Whether you practice them while you're writing them down, while you're looking in the mirror, or even just starting by reading them, read them over a few times. Write them five times each or whatever times each. Nothing desperate just because it makes you feel excited, okay? Don't put a desperate energy towards a manifestation. It's never going to help. If you do get into desperate energy, I ask you to just shift into gratitude. If you notice you're starting to feel like you're searching for your desire, go to gratitude. Ask yourself, what can I be grateful for? Give me 15 things you're grateful for and list them and appreciate them. And how you appreciate them is notice what life would be like without them. Ponder that. Ponder the value that they're adding in your life rather than um, just appreciating it for the sake of gratitude. Really get into that mode of what would life be like without this? Like, Why is this so good? And make that appreciation a practice. Okay, so those are my three starter steps. Once again, to repeat, get your intention, know what it is that you want, but dive deeper and keep asking yourself the why. What is the reason I want this? What's my root cause? Next, create five affirmations for yourself and practice those every day for the next two weeks and see how they feel. Your affirmations should be related to you more than they're related to what you're manifesting. And whenever you start to wonder where it is that your manifestation is, or you start searching, you start doubting, 
shift it again into gratitude and appreciation. That is how I want you to start your journey and first just get familiar with, get playful with how does practicing these affirmations and being taking manifestation in a slightly more self-reflective mode. I think a lot of people will teach and share and even assume that manifestation is just from where you are now, let me project forward and create. But in reality, manifestation is where you are now, what it is that you think you want and why you want it, and how do you keep moving forward and create a reality that really is serving you. It is a very holistic experience. So self-reflection is key in it by observing, calling yourself out, root cause, self-questioning. All of that is part of self-reflection. And I think it's one of the most fundamental ways to really have a enjoyable manifestation journey. And the last thing I want to remind you is have fun with it. So it's something you want to do is combine your affirmations with something that you're already doing. You can do it while you're brushing your teeth. You can do them while you're making your morning coffee. And to keep it for simplicity's sake, pair it with something you do every single morning. That's one way to make it easier and fun for you. So I hope this little starter kit was helpful. I don't think I got everything I wanted to say out, but I feel like this is way more important. And make sure that you don't take this journey overly seriously. It's supposed to be fun. Okay. I am so thankful you're here. If you need more support on starting your journey, I have a guide for you that walks you through all of this in much more detail. It's called my step-by-step guide to manifestation as a lifestyle. I'll link it in the show notes. I walk you through everything if you need help actually putting this all into practice. Thank you for being here and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 